Thank you, Lord, everybody. God bless you. This is Dr. Valerie Simpson. And we are here on Christmas Day. We want to present to you that follow the Union Gospel Press Sunday School lesson. Uh, the lesson for this Sunday is going to be Sunday, the 27th of December. And the lesson is entitled, Jesus Calls Philip and Nathaniel. And the lesson is going to be found in the book of St. John, chapter 1, verses 43 through 51. And we're going to talk a little bit about this reputation that Nazareth had, but we're going to talk more about the calling of Nathaniel and Philip. All right, with that, I'm going to go ahead and give it over to Elder Simpson to proceed. God bless you, Elder Simpson. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to go into John 146. Right, you're going to read it? Nazareth. Mm-hmm. I know, that was a real critique, wasn't it? Really sharp. Alright, so just chapter 40, just chapter 1, verse 46. And Nathaniel said unto him, Can any good thing come out of Nazareth? Philip said unto him, come and see. Okay. All right, we're in chapter 4 of Luke. And we're verse. Why this was such an issue. All right, so verse 13. And when the devil had ended all the temptation, he departed from him for a season. So this was Satan temptation to Jesus when he was fasting those 40 days. Okay. And um, when the devil ended his temptation, he departed from for a season. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit in Galilee. And there went in, and there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. And he taught in the synagogue, being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up Okay, Jesus of Nazareth. So this is where he was brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up for to read. So now all of his life, 30 years old, he starts first His time has come. His time has come. So now, this time he gets up and he reads the scriptures. He got some power. Okay. All right, so I don't know if you had read it before, but this time he stood up and he took it, but he was in the power of the Spirit. As his custom was. As his custom was, so he had read it before. Okay, but now he's coming in the power of the Spirit, so it's different from the other times when he had read it. Verse 17, and there was uh, delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. Oh, so they handed him what to read? Wow, no coincidence, right? They handed unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah, which is Elijah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. They handed him that book, so he went straight to uh, what is written in verse number 18, which says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Well, he's in power of the Spirit. So, the Spirit of the Lord, I'm sorry, go ahead. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are not, them that are bruised. So uh, now I'm active. I have been activated. To do these things, and there's a lot going on. All the other times when he was like, as his custom was, right. This, 
It wasn't a regular, it wasn't a regular homily or service kind of thing. Okay. And he's making declarations. I'm going to, this is what's going to happen. People are going to be blinded. Eyes are going to be open and those that are bound, I'm going to set them free. And those that are poor, I am going to preach the gospel. Coming right out of Isaiah. Yeah. Okay. You heard Isaiah say this. All right, look at me. I'm the one that he was speaking of, and it's time. All right, we're going to verse number 19, or we're going to go to the left. All right, 19, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, and he gave it again to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears and all bear him witness and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth and they said is not this this joseph's son well who all of a sudden aren't you joseph you're saying all these wonderful powerful phenomenal things you're gonna isn't it joseph yeah what's wrong with you today So they took him right back down and just, you know, couldn't receive what was being, they were astonished. And then, you want to read, 23 says, and he said unto them, you will surely say unto me, this proverb, physician heal thyself, whatsoever we have heard done in Capernaum, do also in thy country. And he said, verily I say unto you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. But I tell you of a truth, many widows were in Israel in the days of Elias, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, when the great famine was throughout all the land. But unto none of them was Elias sent, save to the Sarita in a city in Sidon, unto a woman that was a widow. And many lepers were in Israel at the time of Elias unto the prophets. And none of them were cleansed, saving Naaman the Syrian. And all they in the synagogue, when they heard these things, were filled with wrath. So, uh, okay, there was a whole lot of people that could have been delivered. There was a whole lot of widows that could have been blessed. There were a whole lot of lepers that could have been cleansed. But the problem was they didn't receive it. They understood what he was saying. And now they are filled with wrath. So now they're mad. Verse 29. And rose up and thrust him out of the city. Mm. Led him unto the, the brows of the hill thereof, where their city was built, and they might cast him down. Headlong. Down. So they were going to throw him off the cliff. <laughs> they were mad. Just elusive. Okay, it wasn't like he struggled and fought or overthrew anybody. God just, it wasn't his time. So God just allowed him to just pass right through the crowd. They probably wondered, well, didn't we just have him in our hands and about throw him over? They were mad. Throwing him over the cliff. Okay, where are we going now? That's why in the Sunday school lesson, Nathan said, Well, you can see the people's attitude. For one thing, is a big problem. You don't have to go. I, I did want to mention that historical fact about the Roman garrison there, but you can see that these attitudes are for are, are, are as just as despicable as having a Roman garrison in that city because their attitudes stopped them from being delivered. That was the problem. It wasn't him that he couldn't heal. It wasn't that Elias couldn't heal. It wasn't that the lepers couldn't be healed. Only Naaman and only the woman of Sarah. But that was because their attitude. So they they had problems down well, there. That's true. That's true. Little Colonel, and they were not able to see afar off. They weren't able to see him as a uh, as spiritual, the spiritual side of him. But that's why he says in the beginning, you know, a prophet's not received in his own country, among his own people, you know, among his own kindred, and. You know, that's just the way it is because they see you for what they've known you to be all your life. 
and now the spirit of the Lord God is upon you to preach the gospel and do all these things that you need to be done but you got a problem because you can't see past this person that you've always known it's a problem Yep. So you can see that 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 was just something in the back of their mind, almost unpersuadable. Yeah. 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 Isn't the place those people those bad attitudes live? You know, it's just a little small town, but you know, they're a mess. Yeah. Well, God wanted God wanted to help them. Okay, so we're going to go to John chapter 1 and verse number 43. You want to start there? The day following, Jesus would go forth into Galilee and find a Philip and send him, follow me. Okay, so who was Philip? Uh, well, Philip was from Bethsaida, and he was the brother of Simon. Is that right? No? Oh, Andrew was the brother of Simon, that's right. But he was from Bethsaida, right? Same place. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that's who Philip was. Now, is this not the same Philip that we're going to read about in the in the seventh chapter of Acts? That became okay. Is it not? So it's not. Okay. Question. All right. Now Philip was a Bethsaida the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip findeth Nathanael and said unto him, We have found him, of whom Moses in the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. That's what I like about Philip. He accepted it right off. But Philip, if you read in the Gospels, he's going to be such a bad conversation with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Peter. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, right. But he loved Jesus and he was all for him. He was willing to kill for him. But then on the other side, when he was in jeopardy, you know, before he got delivered, uh, you know, he did not. So, so Philip also quite a one character. of the apostles that had conversations with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And one of the conversations that Philip had. You just got to remember, I have to put a question mark here in verse 10. Verse, verse 11. Then following, Jesus would go into, go forth into Galilee and find the fellow who did And just like that, he did. Now, a lot of times we could say, you know, you're going to follow the Christ. We want to know. And then some people sometimes are intrigued by personality, by authority, by authority, by charisma, by power, by popularity. You know, some people are intrigued by that. Even today, you got people following all kinds of mega churches and leaders and all, and they don't know much about them. But you know, they have this status, or they have this charisma, or they have this way of delivering. You know, that's it's alluring to some people. Mm-hmm. But in this lesson, Philip, if you look him closely in the gospel, and even in this gospel, okay. he has a conversation with Christ Peter. When the thing is out, or he was out of conversation with God, he was out of love. Gave recognition. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's go one of those. Let's go to St. John chapter 6. John, we're going into chapter 6. Okay, and what verse are we going to out of 6? Verse 3. Oh, back one more page. Okay, so 6 and 3 says, And Jesus went up into the mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. The Passover, a feast of the Jews, was nigh. When Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him, he said to Philip, Whence are whence shall ye buy bread that these may eat? And he said unto and he said to prove him, for he himself knew 
what he would do. Philip answered him, 200 penny worth of bread, not sufficient for them, and every one of them, that every one of them may eat a little, take a little. One of the disciples, Andrew, Simon, Peter's brother, said unto him, There is a lad which had five barley loaves and two small fishes, but what are they among the so many? And Jesus said, Make men sit down. Now there was a great, there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down and then numbered about 50,000, and numbered about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed it to the disciples, and the disciples to them that were sat down. And likewise, the fish, the fishes, as much as they would. When they were filled, he said unto the disciples, Gather the fragments that remain, that they, that nothing may be lost. Therefore, they gathered them together and filled the twelve baskets with the fragments of the barley loaves and with uh, and what remained over above unto another of them. They had then these men, when they had seen the miracle they, that Jesus had did, this is of a truth. The prophet that should come unto the world, Jesus therefore perceived that they would come and take him by force to make him a king. And he departed again into the mountain himself alone. And when even was now come, so when even was now come, the disciples went down to the sea and entered into a ship and went over toward Capernaum. And it was now dark and Jesus was not come to them. So you see how was that dialogue <laughs> that Jesus had, I didn't know how much you, know, you wanted me to go. No, I want you to see the whole message. That this conversation that Jesus started off with Philip. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. And then I like how Andrew, Peter's brother, right. tried to interject to help Philip out. Philip said, We only got small Okay. Or just how much it will cost. Yeah. Yeah, and we got five thousand people. Yeah. Yeah. And then Andrew said, We can lose the Well, hey, here's. Yeah, we got some fish and bread right here. So yeah. we can add that to the money you got. But that's still not going to do it. Yeah, because it was insufficient. Naturally, it was insufficient. But because the Spirit of the Lord got upon this, what was insufficient became more. And this is what I like about the gospel. I like about that's the fact we are first faith. We have to believe in the gospel. And those and us who are saved, it's our right. It is our right to believe. Even when things don't seem like it can get better. Right. And our faith will never fail us. Even though we may, you know, our disbelief, our faith will never fail us. If we take the faith to the That's why scripture says we take what you But let's go a little further than that. Okay. And, and, we're, we're at verse so number 45. 45. I think we looked at that one. Philip findeth Nathaniel and said unto him, We have found him, of whom Moses in the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathaniel said unto him, Can any good thing come out of Nazareth? Philip said unto him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathaniel coming to him and said unto him, Behold, a Nazareth is an uh, Israelite is and whom no God. Now, what the law said about Christ was uh-huh. this. This was Moses' own personal testimony uh-huh. about Christ. And it's in Deuteronomy 18 and 18. Oh, yeah. You want me to read it? Yeah, I think it's a good thing to always keep it. 
attached to the, to the scriptures attached to them. So, right, Deuteronomy 18, 18. Oh, this Bible, it's a little complicated. All right, 18, 18, is it? 18, and verse 18. I will raise up, I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren, like unto me, like unto me. And will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that I will command them. And what's God talking? Yeah. Through Moses. Mm -hmm. Moses talking to Deuteronomy. He's putting it on record. Yeah. Put it on record. That there's gonna come one that's like me. Like me. Um, among your brethren, he's only gonna speak the things that God puts in his mouth. That's great deliverance you're going to uh, you among the people. Right. Right. I'm a type of shadow. Right. I'm a type of shadow. But the real, the real one is going to come shadow. So good to um, look at this because the book of John was still a type of shadow. You know, the baptism was a type of shadow, just a symbol. And so many things that he did, the repentance was unto baptism. But then there was going to be a requirement for another one. This is just a type and shadow of submission and what comes as following. So it's good to take those type of shadows and tie them to real things. So. Yes, it is wonderful how God works out this purpose of salvation uh, for the children of men, right. even in this evil, wicked world. He yeah. did not let all the things that the enemy did stop him from bringing salvation on and it keeps you. And you know we're not deserving. No, but, we're not deserving. Because of his love. Because of love. And the good thing is that you were able to look at the prophecy and see the fulfillment. And look how long ago the prophecy was written. And look how many um, years have come and gone. And how many people were involved in getting these documents. There were so many, there were so many continents, I think continents it was written on, like Greek. Um, so many dialects that it was written in, Aramaic, Hebrew, Greek. Um, there was all kinds of changes in culture and everything. And through all of that, you can still go back to the book of Deuteronomy. See the prophecy. Go to the book of, of, of John and see the fulfillment. It's just got to be God. Unto his word, mm -hmm. unto all in man's love. So if he right. said it, he will do it. He will definitely perform it. For one us. thing that we have to remember: we not worthy, but because of his And I think that part of that, you know, you know, is the sum total of his love toward us. It's not just spoken of in such poetic words, but it's illustrated. When he said, "Come and see," let's let's get a demonstration. That's what he was saying. Okay, did you see him? Yeah, come and see him. So what did he get? He didn't just get a presentation or a testimony. Yeah, I'm the one. He got the Thank you, God. Was it Nathan? And Philip, you find his Nathan, said unto him, I found him. You gotta remember Nathan. Daniel said, Nathan's not. This is the only place you find him. Oh, okay. Even though we know he was one of the apostles. Of course, of well. course. He wasn't the prominent figure that you heard a lot from. Yes, yes. Of course, you got your own gospel. I don't know. But Nathan got a, like you say, front side seat, mm -hmm. so to speak, of anointing works of power. Oh, yeah. Correct. And he also got a chance to participate in evangelism. If we go to Matthew chapter 10. You want to go there? Okay, Matthew 10. Like Matthew chapter 10. And what verse? Verse 1. Verse 1 says, And when he had called unto him, his 12, he gave the power against unclean spirits to cast them out and and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Now the names of the twelve apostles, the first Simon, who is who is called Peter, and Andrew his brother, James the son of Zebedee, and John his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the publicans, 
James, the son of Alphaeus, and Labaeus, whose name whose surname was Thaddeus, Simon the Canaanite, and Judas Iscariot, who also betrayed him. He told Jesus sent forth, commanded them, saying, Go not unto the way of the Gentiles, and into any of the cities of Samaria, and see you not. To but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Go and see about them first because that's who I'm sent to get them. Said, I'm going to raise up a prophet among your brothers. And that was the call first. Okay. So Nathan, they said Nathan. Um, Nathan. Oh, my same. Okay, so that's good to remember. Nathan the Bartholomew. So he got the first hand answer to his question about him being good to him on the enemy. Come and see. Come and see. And now he didn't see God's hand for to participate in evangelism with power and authority. And then to see signs and wonders as he experienced the glory of Christ Jesus, signs and wonders, miracles being performed, signifying that he is the son of God. They needed to witness this. They needed to witness this. And, and sometimes you need to see things in order to believe and in order to settle in the spirit. That's why some things can happen in the spirit. I know we say we can avoid, you know, we can learn through somebody else's mistakes. But there's so much you can learn by experience. The Bible says experience brings hope. And hope makes it not a shame. So we need experiences. So when he came to learn, he saw all that, he had experience. And also in the, in the church, we, we need miracles. We do need, we and, and in addition to being saved, which is yeah. a miracle, in addition to being healed, which is a miracle, in addition to your life being turned around, which is a miracle, and then God taking somebody that was once in another lifestyle and teaching them to go out and get those people in that lifestyle and bring them in. Those are miraculous. Yes. Total deliverance. Yeah. Deliverance from the powers of God. There's so many, and there's so much more. There's so much more, but we don't want to overlook the basics or the things that seem to be less, uh, you know, dynamic, less of a... Uh, uh, all of it gives God's glory. It's all God's glory. And all His glory should be inside this church which is people are only called spectacle oh my goodness you see that his leg grew right out oh my god they were blind if it's a spectacle they call it a miracle but if it's something less of a spectacle they don't consider it a miracle but it's still saying that the God it should not be despised not that all the okay so and the law of Moses and the prophets Prophet did write that. Where are we at? Oh, we're back in the lesson? Yes, yes. Verse 45. Okay, 45. Oh, we did that. And the one thing that the prophets written about, and everybody knows this, it's a favorite one in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. It says, Behold, the virgin shall be with a child. Right. Shall conceive and bear a son. And we know that, of course, that was the Christ child. Right. Right. And we and people want to argue about the date on the calendar. Well, that's not the point. The point is that you know the fullness of time was coming. God sent forth the Son into the world, so that He may save them that were under the law to receive the adoption of sons. That's the real point. Don't get hung up on the calendar. So that's what we're celebrating. We go down to verse 47 because he's already did 46. Okay. Jesus saw Nathaniel coming. I think we did that one. Saw him coming. Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no guile. Now that word indeed means without any question. Yeah, without controversy. Undeniable. Mm -hmm. There's no argument here. He is an Israelite indeed. Right. And no guile means this. He's not going to deceive. Right. Oh my gosh, can we talk about cunning? There's so much cunning going on. 
there's so much manipulation and deceit, deception. It's just not the way to get the glory of God across. It hinders. It's a it's a carnal, man-made way of achieving this. So guile is you no. Know, it's it's just as bad as that. The thing about it is, it's, it's about integrity. Yeah, and integrity and trust in God. Don't have to trust in man. Trust in God. If you're sneaking around doing things, you don't trust God. Integrity is necessary, especially now. The world is such a dead. It's such such ruin. People are so afraid. We need to tell them about it. Help us, Lord. Popularity. Or whatever else, power base will climb the ladder, whatever. Um, however you want to do it, be in control, you need power. I um, definitely, um, my heart is, you know, more ties being a proponent of the power of God now that I've seen so many hundreds of thousands of people lose their lives. And the church is in the earth, and we are the salt of the earth. And so, you know, we have to apply ourselves and use the power. So Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. He did all those things. It's the same Spirit, because the Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead, if he dwell in you, he will quicken your mind, your mortal body. But Jesus said, as I was in this world, so shall ye be in this world. So well, where does that come in at? Where does that come in at? Well, I'll, I'll sit over here, and um, I'll go back and forth to service while it's in, but where are those works that I said as I was, and Jesus wasn't like what we see, you know, just congregating. He had been congregating, right? But then the day came when he said, the Spirit of the Lord of God, they handed him the book, and he said, it's upon me to heal the broken heart. It was time for all those things to be done, and we have broken hearted people. The spirit of the Lord God, the anointing of the Holy Ghost, must work. I think we'll, I think we'll be accountable. So I'm just going to go ahead and give it to you. Uh, I, I desire. We should be craving it. We should be clamoring for the power of God. Let the That's what He wants. That's what He requires. So what's going on? Let's give ourselves over to it. I get caught up. Sorry. 48 says, Nathaniel said unto him, Whence knowest thou me? Jesus said, answered and said unto him, Before that Philip called thee, when I, before Philip called thee, when thou was under the fig tree, I saw thee. Let's look at Philip again. Okay. Because I like Philip. Philip, especially in John's gospel, we get Philip in times. Right. Um, Philip was instrumental in, and I don't know why they picked Philip out, but Philip was interesting. It seemed like he was concerned about other people, as we see in this story here, bringing Daniel to Christ. And Jesus accepted him and walked with him to the house of him. So Philip would follow me, but Nathan, you have a little bit more conversation. So let's go to St. John. We're in St. John, the chapter. Chapter 12. Chapter 12, what verse? Verse 20. And they have, they have to pass on. Okay. Verse number. All right, 11 and uh, 12 and 20. It reads. And there were certain Greeks among them that came up to worship at the feast. The same came therefore to Philip, which was at Bethsaida of Galilee, and desired him, saying, Sir, we would see Jesus. Philip cometh and telleth Andrew, and again Andrew and Philip tell Jesus, and Jesus answered them, the hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. So you see that? There is Philip and Andrew again. And they go to Jesus, and now we get another revelation. 
about Christ's death, concerning the grain of wheat, who falls into the ground, and then, I want them to proceed. Yes, and then the Gentiles will come and be judged. Right now, it's too late. Yeah, there's there's still work to be done. Yeah. But then too is another revelation of his uh, he can't just death. He has been given signals, signs, and ways to identify that his death was coming for what he got into other people's courses of bathroom crying. He has been telling them all along that this is maybe they got that. Yeah. Because he did when they asked when will you restore the king. Yeah. yeah, they were still on that. Yeah, and, so, he, and he had to let them know. That's not the radical. That's not my purpose. Right. You know, Gene and Wilbur restored, but not like this. Yeah, but not that superior with them. Yeah. 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 So the kingdom of God, um, Matt, um, the teaching of the kingdom of God was part of that. The kingdom of God was the kingdom of the resurrection, the feeding, the hunger, the raising. That was part of the kingdom of God, even though there was so much more to come. That was a part of it. Yes, and that part was for repentance. Once you see these miracles, signs, wonders, you believe, you repent, you you give yourself over. Remember, one gospel says, preach and repent for the kingdom coming back in. And this, is the, yes, and this is the key that we have to remind even our generation a word that they don't like to hear. They want to just be able to shout, feel good for a minute, and feel like, okay, we're good. We got up here. No, there's repent of changes. So, yes. preaching yes. like it's called or Yes. And that's what repent means. It means changes. And you come and you let God change you. And let that word get into your heart as a circumcision. Now, cut the sin. Can I say something there? I think what you're saying is, is relevant. This is relevant. Uh, it's kind of like the um, the two sons. The ones that, you know, where the father told them, do, do, do. The other one. Didn't. He wanted his um, he wanted his his wealth, yeah. and then he went out into a and he went out and was in full And then when the Bible says he came back to find the father and he and he was he said I I I will be served. Then I don't even have to be you know among the boys. Because his heart was broken. When it was broken. That was when real. was it broken? It was broken when he realized what he had broken the father. Yes, when he had been broken down. And, and his mind came back to the place where he was about to be baptized. His mind came back. I had better than this in my father's house. I was, you know, the service is better than and so his heart was broken because he went back to the That's repentance. But on his way back to when his father, when your sin breaks your heart, yes, he can already have repented. I already rehearsed what he was going to say to his father. That he was right for Yeah, he so meant it. That was true repentance. That was yes. true repentance. I'm not trying to get my, my, my place back. I'm not trying to, you know. You ain't got to give me sonship. Give me servantship. Yeah. Just, let, just yeah. let me in your house. Just step me back into the family. I'll take the lower lower status. I'll be a servant. Um, so, and I'll be so much better off than where I'm. But his heart was broken for his family. And he restored the and adorned him. Adorned his sonship, and he adorned him. So that's real repentance and the reward of repentance. That's what Matthew is taught. So. Going back now, what verse are we at? 50? We have 49. 49, Nathaniel said unto him, Rabbi, thou art the son of God. Thou art the king of Israel. And that word rabbi means what? Teacher. My teacher. Mm-hmm. My master. Yeah. Recognition. Yes, you recognize the 
Jesus was a rabbi or a teacher mm-hmm. because the revelation is can I say something to him about the rabbi, about the rabbi and reverence that they in in the Jewish culture the rabbi would teach those that were under him right he would teach those that were coming up and when they walked he would walk ahead of them and they walked behind him listen to the the older taught the younger so it became a culture it was probably the Jewish culture so they would take and let the elders would teach the younger the younger and even in Chinese culture they do the same thing I went out to San Francisco in their little park the elders were sitting around and all the children were sitting at their feet the older were teaching the younger that has been flashed from the program the younger are just saying this is what we want and the other people are saying give them what they want that is not kingdom it is not the godly model and so as a result what kid knows what they want to tell the parents when to go buy at the grocery store or how to allow them to come in and out very deadly story a mother thought she should let her nine-year-old decide what gender he wanted to be well he wanted to be a female and when he went to school they made fun of him and he killed him there is danger in allowing unmature people unfit to make adult decisions with your immature mind so in this case we're finding out the whole thing about rabbis that is a factor in this lesson that needs to come to the forefront respect the rabbi receive his teaching and obey what has been preached because this person is a rabbi and I like how Nathan called him rabbi just on this revelation that God, that Christ said about him. Remember, Nathan had not stopped, sat under any of no his teachings yet. yet. This is his first encounter with Christ. He accepted it right off the bat. There was no doubt in his mind that he was the one. And not only did he call him rabbi, he called him son of God. That was beautiful. And then in verse 50, Jesus said, Jesus answered and said unto him, Because I said unto thee, I saw thee under the fig tree, believest thou? Thou shalt see greater things than this. Okay, you're off to a good start, but there's so much more. Yes, you follow me in my ministry. So if he didn't follow him or if he didn't accept him, he would have forfeited all of those All the miracles inside the one who followed Christ's ministry was part of as we read about feeding by thousands, he's seen this, this miracle with his fishes and his loaves of bread just keep walking by and feeding people and he took up Christ. And he right. may have been enamored by all of that, so it may have been phenomenal to him, but after all, he had already accepted the Messiah. He had already been told, that's a greater picture. He was probably looking at that going, I sure am. Greater than I thought. And then, and then we read in, in Luke when he was part of the one that went by two, by Matthew. When he sent him out two by two, two, by two he gave the power in his name. Yeah. All the miracles that Jesus had did prior to that, that the disciples seen him do, they went into these towns and they performed these miraculous miracles. And he endowed them with that power to do that because their hearts and their minds were on the kingdom mission. They were on that. But you see what I like about Christ. When he takes back again their their experience with Christ, Mm -hmm. he said, Rejoice not that you have power over unclean spirits. But that's your name. But that's your name. Put that at the top. Don't get caught up in, and this is the thing too. Don't get caught up in the fact that, oh, I can bring people to the altar and they can speak in tongues. Oh, or I can bring people to repentance. Oh, or I can, you know, I know how to work a crowd and get everybody excited. That is the wrong mindset. You're going down the wrong hole. You're, you're speaking of glory to yourself. 
but that your name is written in the Lamb Book of Life is what you ought to be rejoicing of. And the reason your name is written in the Lamb Book of Life is because you're following my prescription for deliverance, because you're obeying me, because you're yielding yourself in a way that is legitimate. You're not coming in as a thief and a robber, but you're coming in through the door. Now let's look at Philip again. We're going to look at Philip again. What verse? Let's go to St. John chapter 14. Okay, John 14 and what verse? 14. All right, 14 and 8. Here's another conversation with Philip. Now this time, Philip is over the conversation. Okay. So verse number 8. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father and his bicycle. And Jesus said unto him, have I been so long with you, and you have not known, and thou, and thou hast not known? So he that has seen the Father has seen me, and saith unto thou, then show us the Father. Um, believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, because, you know, we read it already. His words were going to, Moses said it. His words were going to be in his mouth. But the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the work. Verse 11, believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me. Or else, believe me for the very work's sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you. He that believeth on me, the works that I do, uh, that I do, shall he do, and also in greater works than he shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, my favor, that will I do. And the Father may be, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do This is what I love about Philip while I was looking at this lesson. He invoked conversation with Christ to prove him as we read about him. Mm -hmm. the Bible. The, the Greeks came to him asking us at the end of the feast, one of the feast days, he went to Antioch because they want to see the master. Christ is not yet. Right. I gotta fall in the ground. Unless a corn of wheat falls fall to the, the ground, ground and die, there's a process. It's just like some of the yes. uh, some of these bulbs. You can't put. You have to plant it in the winter and the cold of winter, and the frost has to get on it in order for it to bloom and come up. Otherwise, you just got bulbs in the ground. So this glory that Christ was. was in his earthly ministry was just for the Jews. But once he died and came by the grave, now the whole world, yeah. now the Greeks, yeah. the Gentiles can come to him Fellas for to salvation. The and then he yes. didn't have to abide alone. Now he doesn't have to be just to the ones that he's physically with. He's able to be with them always. And in addition, he's able to send back to comfort them. And this is what I like about Philip here. He asked Christ again, show us the Father. Get more revelation. If the Father's in, in me doing this work, the Father will be in you doing this work. Whatever you ask in my name, I will do it. That's what he said. I will I do it. Will go and ahead. of course, it is confirmed to what Moses was saying. He's going to raise him up, and then he's going to not speak the things of himself, but only what the Father puts in his mouth. That's what he and he said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Hereafter ye shall see heaven open, and the angels of God descending and ascending and descending upon the Son of God. Now listen, this word, verily, verily, surely, surely, truly, it means truly, 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 or certainly. But then I looked it up again, mm -hmm. and it says, It is a double A thing. Amen is so be it as I have spoken. Yeah, and amen. Okay. So he says this after I looked the definition up and it took me some time to dig into the But I was so intrigued about this barely, barely, which you said truly, truly, which is another form of barely, barely. And then it said, It is a double amen 
he is telling us that the following words are take these to heart hide this don't let it escape your mind but you know what a lot of times we pray and then we say amen but he says verily verily or a devil amen before he gives his statement for us to take this pay attention and when we read in St. John 14 and 13 he said verily verily about the works that we would do in his name take that to heart so we should have expectation to see miracles, signs and wonders in our ministry because it was Christ's ministry and that's exactly right you know and not just something that's going to be magical or possible or just a few consecrated people no you are born again of the water and of the and God has put given you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and barely oh, barely all the power and nothing should by any hurt you yes. so barely barely these things ought to be inside of you and that is the calling so when he called them he called them he gave them purpose he gave them power he demonstrated it so it wasn't a lot of talk it was actually that's why when you get to the end of the scriptures you can see where in in the book of first john he says we can't help but talk about i think actually at he said we can't help but to speak of the things which we've seen and heard when they beat him told him don't go back out preaching that name you're gonna turn the world upside down and they said we can't help it we've seen and heard some things we can't help it because at the garden of Gethsemane, that's what angels came and ministered unto christ and spilled him to go to the cross that's right we've come into an innumerable host of angels likewise well we're going to go ahead and close out elder our time right so we are going to just thank God. Listen, thank you everybody for joining us. Even though it's Christmas Day, hey, the Word of God is good. Jesus is the Word made flesh. And the reason. So why should we shut down at this time? We should celebrate them every day. But thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. God bless you. I pray that this lesson will um, add to you and make you stronger and wiser and more powerful. He said, in this world you shall have tribulation, but be a good cheer. He's overcome the world. He's at the right hand of the Father. Hallelujah. Praise his glorious name. So, all right. Well, listen. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. Double amen. Double amen. Truly, truly, a double amen. And join us next week on Watch Night.